Welcome to this week's edition of the Felstead Talks podcast series. This week I'm delighted to welcome Charlotte Gray. Charlotte's an old Felsteadian and the current venue operations manager at Alexander Stadium for the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. After leaving Felsted, Charlotte went on to study international business management with French at Newcastle University and then completed a master's in international sport event management at Kedge Business School. Prior to working at Alexander Stadium, Charlotte joined the Football Association in 2017 and worked in various roles leading to UEFA Euro 2020 and the UEFA Women's Euro 2022. Charlotte, thank you so much for joining us today. No problem. Thanks for having me. No, it's, it's great to get you back. And it, it looks as though you're in for quite a busy summer. Um, we're very grateful that you've given up some time today. Um, but can you could you just start off by telling us what you've been doing so far and what you and your team have got to do at the Commonwealth Games and perhaps how plans are coming together? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, like you say, it, it, we're in for a very busy summer, um, but it's really exciting. It's it's a really exciting time for sport. It's a huge, uh, it's a huge event in the in the sporting calendar, and and I guess for uh, the country to to be hosting a home games and have that home advantage, and and I guess for the industry as well, it's really exciting to have events back that get people out and about. And um, yeah, it's it's a really exciting time. Things are uh, things are already incredibly busy. Yes, um, yeah. Plans are coming along well, though. Um, we are 42 days to go now, which actually is quite scary to say that out loud. Not, not that um, you're counting. <laughs> <laughs> counting down, not yeah. until the start, not till the end. Um, yeah. But it's really, it's really exciting. It's really exciting for our team, especially we're we're getting to to build a brand new stadium. So. Um, the progress to watch that go up and and the legacy that that will leave behind for the kind of local community and things like that is is amazing but the games is is such a big event and it encompasses so many different people that um there's so much going on and you can feel the you can feel the sort of buzz especially around Birmingham at the moment so um yeah it, it's it's coming along it's it's uh, it's been a busy few months already but uh, it's very exciting and and lots of us will have seen the the legacy left by uh, the London Olympics of 2012. And um, what what will the legacy be in Birmingham? What what's the what are the various stadiums going to be used for afterwards? Yeah, so um, a lot of the the stadiums are existing stadiums, and and we're coming and sort of giving them a really good judge um, and and a bit of a facelift and things like that. So that in itself is is really exciting some some money into those sort of um sports venues that that perhaps they haven't had for a while because of covid or anything like that that um is really is really exciting and then we build um two brand new builds so we, we we're building alexander stadium for athletics um yeah. which will remain as an athletic stadium um and then sandwell athletic athletic aquatics center let's get my get my teeth in there <laughs> um which is a brand new swimming pool and and sort of leisure facility that that's going up in in the city but there's so much going on in and around the city and and various space lifts to things and communities getting involved that it's uh, the reach is going to be quite huge yeah and you are you living up in birmingham at the moment you're seeing this happening on a on a daily basis 
I am, yes. I uh, I made the decision to relocate to lovely Birmingham. Um, I've only I was I've only been in this job since January though, so I'm still sort of finding my feet. And Birmingham's uh, was completely new for me, so um, yeah, I made the move and packed my bags and and came up here. Excellent, and it, it's a it's a packed program. The the uh, Commonwealth Games. How many sports have you got? I, I, also, I hear that the um, the sort of para games is going on simultaneously with the main games, which sounds a really really exciting, maybe challenging uh, project as well. Yeah, it's um, it's really exciting. It's really exciting for sports and para sports as well to to have that integration and and the sort of equality side of things um, to to see both sports go um, in conjunction. It it does I'm not going to lie present some challenges to us in terms of um, planning and various infrastructure that's required for um, for both sort of events. But um, yeah, no, it's 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 really it's really great for for the games to be kind of integrating them both yeah and i'm sure lots of people from felstead will will make the journey up we've we've just heard today that uh, yeah we've just heard today that our, our head of hockey joe westwood has been selected in the welsh squad uh, for the for the hockey at the, the commonwealth so uh, there's somebody we will definitely be cheering on oh amazing um, yeah how how are how are ticket sales is it still possible to get tickets if people want to Yes, there are there are still tickets um, for various different events and different sort of competition days. So I would definitely, for anyone who wants to come up, um, go go on the website and have have a look at what's still available and and get involved. Definitely, it's going to be a really amazing summer. Yeah, and is there an event that you're? I don't know whether you're able to watch anything, but if you are, is there an event that you'd particularly uh, pick out as a as a favourite for yourself? Um, so I, I played hockey at school, obviously, so I'm particularly interested in University of Birmingham and how their hockey centre is coming along. But yeah, like you say, I am going to be um, pretty busy um, during competition time. But um, for me, I've never even been to an opening or closing ceremony and to be working on it um, at the Alexander Stadium is is a real kind of pinch me moment. So I'm, I'm incredibly lucky to just be in and around the stadium as as that's going on and, and not just not be able to sit and watch but just to be just to be here is going to be really really special for me yeah and there any secrets you can give us about who's going to appear in those ceremonies i think i'd lose my job if i did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> excellent and um I, prior prior to this role you were you had a similar sort of role with the fa and you were you worked in the euro 2020 competition which was you know go a great success for England football in lots of ways. Um, what what did, what was your uh, role in in that particular tournament? Yeah, it was uh, it, it was a nearly moment, nearly there moment, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think we yeah. were all on the edge of our seats. Um, so I I worked at the FA um, for a long time, for a, nearly five years, um, and I was was lucky enough to join in the Wembley operations team so I got to do um, a lot of the events that go on at Wembley learn a lot about Wembley um, and then that gave me the kind of open door to um, to join the tournaments team and um, 
so I, I moved over to them, which was really exciting um, and started work yeah, on the, on the men's Euro. So very much on the stadium side of things. Um, we worked very closely with UEFA, obviously, and, and implementing the event. But um, yeah, it was uh, unbelievable. I mean, an, an event of a lifetime. We, it didn't come without its challenges, which I'm sure we'll touch on in terms of yeah. COVID and the postponement and things. But yeah, an, an incredible moment for the country. And, and yeah, again, thrilled to have been part of that. Yeah, and you, you, you mentioned COVID there. I mean, it's been a big part of everyone's life. But I guess trying to fill stadiums with uh, with sports fans has, has been just so difficult. Um, is the is the excitement even greater? Do you think as a result of people being kept kept away from things for so long? Yeah, yes, definitely. Um, we we definitely saw that last summer. Everyone was looking for um, an opportunity to get out and 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 enjoy and and see people that they haven't seen in a long time. And and yeah, it was it was amazing to to see that happen. And and a few um, a few maybe a little bit overexcited with the final, but some some issues at, at Wembley. How how did that affect the team who who'd worked so hard to put the put the uh, tournament together? Yeah, it was it was a real shame to be totally honest with you. I mean, um, and there's been inquiries after inquiries, and and uh, you know uh, articles written and all of this, and we could talk about it for. For weeks, months, and years, but ultimately, for for us on the other side of the fence, it was a real shame to have ended things the way they did. You know, we had seven, we hosted seven games at Wembley. Um, yeah. Some of the the highest career moments that that a lot of us have ever had, um, and it was just a shame that a few people spoiled that moment for us, which uh, which happened, and and we and we can live with. But um, yeah, it's it's a real shame. Yeah, but I, I'm sure look forward to uh, look forward to the crowds at Birmingham and and full houses for for lots of the sports and uh, I think you've got you've got cricket coming into the uh, into the Commonwealth Games this year for the for the first time for a long time. Yeah, exactly. Women's T20, which is really exciting. It's um, a sport that we've chosen to to implement. Each each Commonwealth Games that you, that you host, you you can get to implement uh, a sport of your choice. So yeah, that's really exciting. That's taking place at Edgbaston. So we'll uh, we'll hope for a sunny day and uh, and a nice yes. day out. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm f- fantastic. As as you probably know. Uh, women's cricket's been big at Felsted over the last few years, and yeah, uh, yeah, we're really excited to see that that get a get a big international showcase. I think it should be really exciting. Yeah, definitely. And I, I understand you were involved with um, Race for Life as well. Can you talk talk to us a little bit about how you got involved with that and what what that involved? Yeah, um, it was it was probably my my first real job out of university. It was. Um, it was just a real good opportunity for me to join the events world and and be hands-on and things. I have a a particular link with cancer research, so it's quite a a special charity for me. And my mum and I have always done Race for Life for years and years, for for as long as I can remember. So it it was a very special job for me to both enter the kind of events market, but also kind of help that charity and sit sit on that side of things was uh, was great. Yeah, and they're they're all over the country now, aren't they? And and drawing in tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of people yeah. to to take part in them, and uh, hopefully doing doing good work both with the charity, but also with with public health, which um, 
is is really really encouraging to see happening. Yeah, definitely. The impact that they have not only on you know the women um, and the men now that take part um, is amazing to see in front of your eyes, but but the work that they do that um, the money goes towards is is yeah second to none. Yeah, and um, going back to going back a few years now to when you were at Felsted, no, I not, understand not that many years. <laughs> uh, a couple of years. Uh, I, und- I understand that you were um, you you took part in uh, the magic bus trip. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, do you have any any particular memory? Well, t- first of all, tell people what what magic bus is, and then uh, any any particular memories from that trip. Yeah, huge huge memories from that trip. Um, so, magic bus is a is a is a really important charity. Matthew Spacey. Um, who set it up and and gave us um, a few of us an opportunity to go out to India and it's a it's a charity that works out in India um, giving sort of underprivileged kids the chance to play sports and and those sort of activities that potentially that they're probably not experiencing and they haven't got those green spaces or the facilities to to do so in in their normal lifestyles. Um, so it's amazing it was it was an amazing experience not just because it's sort of sports and the industry that I work in but um to see to see that at such a young age um I think had such a profound impact on on a lot of us that went and you know we we still talk about it now when I when I see the girls and um you know how much of a a sort of eye-opener it was to to see that sort of side of life but also see um how much of an impact that can have on such a small thing can can bring huge impacts to so many people's lives it was yeah it was a really important moment yeah i think as a as a charity it's now helped over a, a million children which is just just incredible yeah. and uh, you know, Ma- matthew's a, a, a very inspirational person but uh, the structure as well that that he's built up with um, a lot of the staff now of magic bus being made up from former students who were who were involved uh, on yeah, the other side amazing. of the, the project, so it's uh, it it's it had difficulty in the pandemic as well, but really making a big difference. Yeah, some of them still still wish me be- happy birthday on Facebook and things every oh, year, good. so it's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and do you think that was a bit of a trigger for you the the involvement with with sport and then with charity and then with event management? Yeah, definitely. It was kind of an early early eye-opener of of what's out there and and how to be involved with things and generally just sort of getting hands-on and, and getting involved it was um yeah really important yeah and and any any other memories that you can share from your time at Felsted oh I've got men, many a memory <laughs> <laughs> I was there for quite a while so yeah it's um at first it was a huge part of my life and it it definitely shaped the person that I am today and I think we're all incredibly lucky that um, we've had the the chance to have all those sort of memories and and all these different platforms to to have those memories like Magic Bus and and all these different things that you can get involved in like I was never great at anything and that was fine it wasn't I wasn't Charlotte known for something and um but first it gave me the platform to sort of 
be involved in everything that I was a bit of a hands in all pies and I still am now so yes yeah that in itself is is quite an important memory for me that um you know if I was running from a netball match and then to a dance so I mean I was terrible at dance but I was still given (laughs) that platform to sort of be involved in everything and and yeah that's something that I sort of have taken into my life nowadays it's um it's huge and you you were in the prep school did you come all the way through the prep school uh no I joined um in year seven ah okay okay yeah so so seven years yeah that's that's quite a stint and um (laughs) is there is there any any one teacher who had a particular impact on you would you say or any anyone you'd like to just just give a give a shout out to give a quick shout out to I would yeah I mean everyone sort of touched hearts and um and and things like that but um especially boarding as well I think we have a, a special type of bond within a in a girls boarding house so uh well she, what she was back then as Miss Hookway as I know her had a, had a huge impact on my kind of sporting career and and being the person that I am and and, and my kind of personal development um and then I would probably say Miss Mcardle in terms of business she was the one who sort of dragged me dragged me through my business uh, a level and and took me into a, a kind of whole career of business really so yeah she uh, she had a profound impact on on, on me career wise oh excellent excellent so so miss hookway is, is still here running garnets as as uh, mrs right. barrett um, <laughs> mrs mcardle's actually stopped stopped teaching now she's uh, she, I, I think she's uh, enjoying well probably enjoying the sunshine at the moment um doing lots of walking and uh, yeah she but uh, yeah someone who someone who had a big impact on a lot of students over yeah. over a long period so no, that's good to hear. And we, one of the things we we focus on quite a bit is developing character and and talking about developing the individual. And you you said about how you know you, for you it was it was doing a little bit of everything was was important. Um, what what do you think have been the the biggest moments, perhaps the biggest challenges in your life that have really um, tested your character or brought out the best in you? So I actually think that um, a lot of my character was was probably built at Felsted. Um, as I said before, it, it was such a it's such a big part of my life, and and all of those platforms um, is where is where that all started, really. So when I think about my sort of character and how I sort of go through life every day, I particularly think of the CCF and bear with me when I say this um so I both of my parents are ex-military so it was natural for me to sort of um join the CCF but but I remember a lot of times where I was actually really quite out of my comfort zone um and it's probably it's something that pushes you in in ways that you know a young kid at school is is not used to um and I remember I was given the opportunity to go to Frimley on a on a leadership camp, and to be totally honest with you, I hated it. <laughs> um, everyone was really quite straight laced. It was a bit like um, a naughty kid getting sent to boot camp, um, and I remember sort of picking up the phone, crying to my mum that I wanted to come home, and it was terrible, and I have such a bad time. Um, 
but I stuck it out um, and it actually turned out to be some of my fondest memories that I have as a kid. So, um, you know, we formed a really great bond and I had a great time in the end. And I still, it's probably quite a defining moment for me that I think back on that moment any time that I find things quite difficult. And, and in life, I think you have a lot of change, a lot of new things and you move house or you move jobs and it's it's a good reminder for me that you know sticking things out and it it might be terrible at the start and but a lot of the times um it it really comes to fruition and it can be some of the best best mistakes of your life really and don't get me wrong there's still times where I call my mum and say I've made a terrible mistake <laughs> and, and she's, yes. but without fail I'll call her up and say actually I'm really sad that it's over now um so it's so actually that in itself was quite a defining moment for me and it's something that that sticks with me in terms of character and you know pulling through and actually turning you know there's a lot of moments that I wouldn't have had in my yeah. life if I hadn't have sort of taken that mentality yeah I, th I think being able to being willing to take a risk and and potentially make a mistake it, yeah. it it can be it can be daunting, but uh, it's it's a really good thing for for students to think about while in school that if they don't take those risks and they don't stretch themselves, they, they don't challenge themselves, they don't develop. So they've got to be prepared to get it wrong in order to to be able to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the the CCF was that um, was that Major Eek who was uh, persuading you to to it go was, on that course? Yes. Yeah, persuading good. is the right word. <laughs> <laughs> Cajoling, um, and uh, so so now looking ahead to um, to the games coming up, that it's just such a massive event. You you must feel some pressure at the moment. What 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 are the things that hopefully aren't keeping you awake at night? But the, the things that you you you're concerned you've got to get right in the coming weeks. Yeah, I mean. It's it's a lot of pressure. It's probably the biggest event that's happened since COVID and since we've had mm -hmm. been able to have sort of full stadiums and, and definitely major events like this. It's probably the first time. So, you know, there's quite high expectations. Not only is this a home games and everyone wants to come and it's not it's not often that we get the opportunity to host and attend a home game. So that in itself is is quite a pressure, but the expectation that come that's coming on top of that for you know mm. reminding everyone how amazing it is to come to these sorts of things is uh, is another level and um, and I guess that you know at, from from my side of things in terms of actually getting things ready and getting things built um, you know it, talking of COVID it's uh, it's it's been quite a challenge to get suppliers and things like yeah, that and. Yeah. And get everything ready in time um, is yeah is is quite a pressure, but uh, it's a good pressure. It's a thriving pressure. Yeah, and g getting everything done on time and and to budget, I would imagine, has been been really difficult with costs going up all the time, and uh, you know the, the pressure the pressures around that. Yeah, definitely. It's um, I only joined the project in January, so thankfully I haven't had too much to do with. Uh, any cost increases but I, I know when I was on the euros that you know trying to trying to budget in a in a covid world when things are changing all the time is is really difficult so um we'll get there 
Yes, yeah, good good contracts and a good legal team, probably probably essential behind the scenes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then th- this will all come to a bit of a sudden end with a, with the closing ceremony in the what early August. Um, what happens next? What what will you do next? It's that's a huge question to be totally honest. Yeah. Um, it, the t- I mean, the time is just flying, and everybody told me before I joined this job because I'm on a contract. You must sort out what you're going to do at the end, and I'm now less than two months until the end, and I still don't have a plan. Um, but it's fine. I'm I'm not not worried. I think a, ho- a holiday is on the cards probably. Yes, yeah. um, but you know the. The entertainment industry and sport and music and every type of event that is now coming back online is is a huge pull for someone like me who who um, wants to just sort of get in, get in, get stuck in and try everything. So I'm sure that there will be some sort of event that comes up that I'll end up working on. Yeah, I mean, pre- presumably the whole experience of it will. Um will be giving you skills in so many different areas that hopefully there'll be there'll be lots of people looking for how, where they can make use of your skills in in the not too distant future yeah well let's hope so hey. <laughs> <laughs> well I was, he- I was hearing today that uh we're, we're ma- or england and wales are making a bid for the next um world cup hockey so maybe that's with yeah. your interest in hockey maybe that's something you could uh, you could uh, mastermind for us yeah, definitely. It's just it's just going to be really great to be involved in in events back online, and there's some huge events coming up. So I'm sure I'll uh, I'll have fingers in lots of different pies. Excellent, excellent. Well, look, it, it's been it's been really good to speak to you, and uh, I, I wish you every success in the next few weeks. Um, I, I'm really excited about what's coming up. I, I hope you are as well, and it, it's going to be a real opportunity for people of this country to go and watch some. Uh, really top class sport in, in great venues so thank you for all you're doing thank you for giving up a little bit of time for us today and uh, hope to hope to speak to you again perhaps after after the event to hear how it's gone yeah definitely thanks so much for having me it's been really great to catch up and let's definitely catch up again soon thanks charlotte thank you for listening to this episode of the Felstead talks podcast series we hope you enjoyed it Our next episode is coming out soon, so don't forget to follow and subscribe so you can stay in touch.